0: If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into The Wrap. For another week in January, you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And with the world's biggest tech show to start the year done and dusted, and technology, well, kind of kicked off, we're beginning to see things happen. While we're still not quite sure of the decision to go face-to-face until everyone is vaccinated... We're hoping everyone stays safe because they need to. That thing we're all sick of talking about doesn't appear to be going anywhere, settling in for yet another year of something we really, really, really don't want to talk about anymore. So let's talk about tech instead, because you might get some joy out of some of what's coming, or even find something new to add to your life. This week, there has been a surprising amount of technology compared to the practical crickets we had last week. In fact, it was so quiet last week, we didn't have a show. We took a break for the first time in ages. We put up our feet for a change and just gazed into the openness of space and asked for some tech to be showered on our very existence. And our calls were answered because this week there's more afoot. And first on deck is what will be happening in February with Samsung's next phone set to be announced. Samsung hasn't quite said when exactly, our guess is the 9th or the 10th, but the company has used the word note enough times in a release and blog to give us a firm idea of Pretty much what's happening with the next phone, the S22, very likely to have an S Pen on board you might recall that Samsung didn't have a Galaxy Note model last year but the S21 Ultra supported an S Pen stylus if you had one as did the Galaxy Z Fold 3 if you could afford one of those. Our guess is that the S22 Ultra when it's announced will come with an S Pen built into the body just like the Note phones used to but that's not all it'll come with. Samsung has already talked up a new processor with its Exynos 2200 not only getting support for both kinds of 5G in Australia but also an AMD graphics chip inside. Similar to what's inside the Xbox and PlayStation 5. It's not gonna be exactly the same, but it could be the first taste of near console-like graphics that we're going to see on a phone this year. And that's possibly the week's biggest news, short of Microsoft splashing around $96 billion Australian to buy Activision Blizzard, which could see more games on Microsoft's Xbox Cloud gaming service, but it could also mean fewer games on other consoles. However, the news this week in tech was also about the accessories and peripherals you might rely on. Take what's happening in speakers, because if you have a Google speaker, it may actually do less now than it did a month ago. That's not your fault, but Google and Sonos have actually been fighting in court, and recently, Google lost. Both Google and Sonos make wireless speakers that talk to each other for housewide, multi-room audio, but it's an area Sonos practically pioneered, and it may well be one Google may not have licensed Sonos's patents on. That's not technically your problem, but if you have a Google speaker or several of them, it also kind of is. It means owners of multiple Google Cast speakers will have to control the volume of all of those speakers individually with the grouped volume disappearing from Google Audio products, at least for now. It's also possible we'll see these issues on other speakers but for now it's just Google's problem. Those are the big ticket items mind you because most of the news was much much smaller. Belkin has headphones for kids, Logitech has a mouse for both lefties and righties, and Ikea's Symphonis picture frame speaker started making its way to Australia after it was announced in America last year. Leica also had something big, but it's gonna be a little niche for most people. If you're a photographer with plenty to spend, and we mean it, Leica's slate in 2022 includes the M11, a camera that will cost around, no joke, $13,000 in Australia without a lens, but come with a 60 megapixel full-frame sensor that has the technology to jump around megapixel amounts if you don't need that full 60. Of course, it's an expensive camera to find that sort of feature in, and one that may well fit the budgets of only a certain few, not us. However, we have been playing with a camera that was more for us and our budgets, the Nikon Z FC, a delightful camera that, like the Leica, harks back to the good old days of cameras, with controls all over it. Controls for sensitivity, shutter speed and exposure with a dial or two to let you handle aperture, a real retro styled camera. It's actually a 20 megapixel APS-C mirrorless for Nikon and it's slightly different from the full frame Nikon Z models we've seen in the past. However, for just shy of $1,500 in Australia, it's a retro camera that actually feels worth the price. We do wish there was a flash, but given how expensive Leica's are, the Nikon ZFC feels like the poor man's digital Leica and a camera we've really fallen for it feels like an old camera made new and it's really likeable for now you've been listening to the rap australia's fastest technology roundup a new episode typically appears every week on listener spotify and apple podcasts but otherwise have a great week and we'll see you next time on the rap stay safe stay sane and take care